bitch, it's cold. You got this. Got this. Welcome to Jeff in Motion. Oh, oh. this uh, this season is really gonna put my uh, my will to do this podcast to test. As fuck, if I feel like doing anything in this temperature. Let alone speaking. Jesus. <laughs> and, uh, let's see. Let's see. Promised I'd talk about, um, whew, parenthood again today, which I will. Uh, first, some housekeeping. Um, the first footnote episode of uh, Let's Get Twy Hearted aired this morning at midnight. Uh, so that's uh, nine minutes of me giving you the uh, short, the abridged history of the series and um, the planned release schedule from here on out. <laughs> also... And this is really something, only something you'll see if you like Let's Get Twy Hearted on Facebook or actually visit the uh, blog. But I made a decision about the uh, podcast that I would, uh, and I use this term loosely, illustrate a cover for every episode. Um, I was originally going to ask Mike Bennett to do it, but he's a very busy man, and I'm not going to subject him to uh, illu- making me a custom illustration every other week. So I decided that I was, you know, I, you know, damn it, I considered myself an artist in the past. I can do this, and I'm not great with my hands um, as far as illustration goes. Uh, if I can do rough sketch with my hands and then take it into a program and clean it up real nice. That I can do. But, um... Even then, I'm not that great at it compared to the majority of people who would call themselves illustrators. And the very first illustration I did, I uh, I did a couple versions of, and I, you know, I tried to do more realistic, less realistic, scratchy, not scratchy. And then I said, fuck it. It's almost, it's funnier if the illustrations kind of suck. If they're a little bad. So I made a decision after I had thrown away like my second or third illustration for the first episode. And said, fuck it. Um, These are all going out as first drafts. Um, I'm going to do them just with whatever I have at the time that I decide to do them with. Um... A pen, a pencil, chalk, uh, crayons, whatever it is. And I'm going to draw them on a printed out page of the notes for that chapter. (laughs) So, 
I, you know, I illustrated the first uh, chapter one, uh, just threw it up there um, with all its faults, and then uh, there was that. <laughs> and I'm even I'm making a point to make it kind of very lo-fi. It's just scribbled in the margins of the notes I took for the chapter, and then taken. Uh, then I take a picture of it with my iPhone. I don't scan it or anything like that. So it it has the feel of someone doodling in the margins of something when they're not really that interested in what they're uh, listening to. Um, so there, that's that, and I felt that that was an appropriate uh, look for what the podcast is. So, and I still have the sheet of paper that I did the two doodles on um, for the cover images, and I can't, I don't want to throw it away, throw it out, but um. I really don't foresee anyone wanting it ever, so I'm probably going to end up with just a fucking pile of papers with stupid-ass doodles on them, uh, just sitting somewhere for quite a while before I just say, oh, remember this stupid thing I did, and throw them all out. (laughs) Uh. So there's that. Something I've talked about in the past, the Humble Indie Bundle, um, humblebundle.com, is a fucking great website, and they off they offer bundles of indie games for an astronomically low price, and a portion of the proceeds go to charity, and it's just fucking great. So I'd I'd make a habit of checking humblebundle.com regularly. They have. Uh, the Humble Bundles don't have a release schedule, but as the site gets more and more popular, they happen more and more frequently. And um, they also have weekly bundles now and a store that has weekly sales. So they have their own store also. That's a very recent development. But the Humble Bundle that is up right now um, has, I mean, it's got a bunch of games I haven't heard of. So that's always nice to get the check out indie games that you haven't heard of. But it also has Hero Academy on it. That's right. Hero Academy is making its uh, Linux debut. Um, but when you get when you get the Humble Indie Bundle, you get a Steam key for the Gold Edition of Hero Academy, which unlocks all of the teams and all of the icons for the teams. So. Even if you already own the game, but don't own all the teams, you're making out. And uh, so I'm in the uh, situation where I do own all the teams, so it's not a huge deal for me. But I don't play with pe- with that many people I know. Um, so if you are interested in playing Hero Academy, it is now out for every platform you can think of. Um, PC, Steam and not, Linux, Steam and not, Mac, Steam and not, Android phones, and iOS devices. And, um, 
it's all cross-platform. Any of the platforms can play with any of the other platforms. If you unlock a team in one, you unlock the te- a team in the other. So if you get if you get the humble indie bundle, um, you get Hero Academy. You want you get your your you get it on Steam. Then you can download it on your iPad for free. Put in your ID, and all the content's unlocked on that on your iPhone, on your Android device, which I assume there's about a a million of, um, on your Mac, on your PC, on your Linux machine, because why not, um, when you're not using it to mine mine bitcoins, you can play Hero Academy on it, uh, so yeah, go to humbleindiebundle.com, get the newest Tumble Bundle, and fucking play that game with me, because I absolutely love it. I've been playing it for literally years now, and um, I really, really enjoy it. And I'm glad that uh, it has just recently been released for Android and for Linux, so uh, the, the player pool will be much larger now than it was in the past. And I... Uh, yeah. So go go do that. My uh, username is nerdtastic, N-E-R-D-T-A-S-T-I-C, 9-16-86, September 16th, 1986. So nerdtastic, 9-16-86. Add me. Start a game with me. I will not turn you down um, unless I have too many games uh, in my queue, which I often do because you're limited to 40 games at a time. Um, and I always have 40 games running, so maybe I'll let a couple of the games slide um, over the next week or two so that listeners to Jeff in Motion can play that damn game with me because I love it so, so much. It's, it's like chess, but it's, it's like a combination of chest, of chest, of chess... And Heroes of Might and Magic 3. Um, that's how I see it. And I freaking love it. It's great. And each team plays differently. Um, right now I've unlocked all but one of the achievements. Uh, and the achievement I'm currently working on is... Win 50 games with the Shaolin team. I've won 50 games. Well well over 50 games with all the other teams and um I'm working on it so yeah Hero Academy get it it's free but if you want all of the teams um easily a $25 value you can go to Humble Bundle and get it for like 5 bucks so do that do that hell I'm considering doing it just to unlock the uh the fancy avatars that I have not paid for because I'm not going to pay money for avatars but if I get like four other great indie games with it and some soundtracks then um, I could justify that to myself so humblebundle.com and uh, even if you don't want to play Hero Academy with me humblebundle.com is a great thing get on it so parenthood where did I leave off? I love my daughter. I got a little teary and whatnot. Um, speaking of, she woke up at 7 a.m. today. Um, I had not even gotten in the shower. 
so, ugh. Parenthood, uh, it changes you. <laughs> I'm definitely, like, that's, I know not all people who have kids are adults, but having a kid was one of the major catalysts to me thinking of myself as an adult. And not, like, the qualifier has a kid is not in my list of things that make you an adult. But the fact that I put... that my motivation to work and exist is my family, is my partner and my daughter, that makes me feel like an adult. That these two humans are higher priority to me than me. Um by far. Uh, if there's something that will inconvenience me but benefit them, I will happily do it. Um, like work. Uh, although I'm actually really enjoying work right now, so that's not as perfect of, of an analogy as it used to be. But that is what... Like, being a parent, uh, caring more for my family than myself, that really is what makes me feel like an adult. Also, like, asking for pants for Christmas, but that's a little more superficial. I really don't remember at all what I, what additional things I had to talk about about parenthood. Oh, another thing, uh... Morgan woke up at 7 a.m. and uh, promptly stood outside the bathroom I was getting a shower in and pooped her pants because fuck if I know. Guess she didn't want to bother me. <sighs> but she's four. I'll let it slide. Uh, I mean, obviously I told her where poop goes it goes in the potty that's where poop goes but mm, mm. I did not yell or anything like that she more than likely had trouble with the doorknob because she's got tiny little hands and then just couldn't get into the bathroom, so she pooped where she was. Now, if she was, like, situation were different, and, like, we were just hanging out on the sofa, and she poops her pants, then I'm mad, because she didn't try to go to the bathroom. She just, she just pooped her pants. Um, but this particular situation, I do think she had every intention of making it to the restroom, she just, uh, her little fingers couldn't work the doorknob while she was sleeping.
deciding what it is you're going to let yourself get mad about is pretty big as a parent. Because, sorry, you got to chill. It's still, still pretty fucking cold. Um, but you got to, like, you really do got to sweat the, uh, not sweat the small stuff. Because you're going to be a fucking wreck if you do. Because there's a fuck ton of small stuff. And, um... I gave Morgan a timeout for the first time the other day. Um, mainly for the first time because it's... She's finally starting to get to an age where she understands the concept of timeout. And not just, like... Because... Any younger, I could sit her in the corner and tell her to stay, and she just wouldn't. She and we would end up just fighting, uh, screaming, and me holding her in position, which isn't exactly uh, what I want to do. But now that uh, she understands the, you know, count the one, two, three, all right, time out, and I can sit her in a chair, and she, uh, why did I put her in a timeout? Because she was punching me, because I would not make her popcorn, because she had not finished, uh, because it, w- it was not past dinner time. Um, so that is why she was in timeout, because she was punching me, because I would not make popcorn ten minutes before dinner time. Yes, and I was, and it's tough to do the one, two. Three, when what you're trying to do is get her to stop punching you. So I ended up counting punches. Um, and I mean, she's a child. She's a, a toddler. It's not like the punches hurt. But you can't, I can't encourage or not, I can't um, not discipline punching um, when she's frustrated because she's going to end up going to preschool and clocking a kid because she's a monster. She's, like, taller than kids uh, two years older than her. So I can't have uh, her being just a fucking Sasquatch in preschool and knocking kids' teeth out. Um, I'm not going to have that be my daughter. So I've got to actively discourage punching when frustrated. Um... So, and I sit her down, and she's, I mean, she's punching me and screaming because of popcorn. And I set her down in the chair, and I was like, no, no, don't punch. That's bad. And, hmm, unmarked cop car. All right, cool, cool, cool. We all good, we all good. Yeah, we all good. And she's fucking, and I, I honestly, I, like, I knew this was definitely a timeoutable offense, but um, I had not done timeout before uh, with her. So I was like, I don't know if she's going to fucking stay. I don't know if she's going to listen to me and sit in that chair and not me have to, like, hold her in it. But she did. Um, she was flipping the fuck out. She was screaming. She was convulsing. She was throwing a general tantrum. And um, But she did not leave the chair. She respected the rule of the timeout chair. So that's that was good, that was a, a step, and um, 
and I just stood there with my back to her while she was screaming and flipping out. And when she would quiet down, I would turn around and be like, are you sorry? And she would flip out again and, uh, and I would turn my back to her and I would stand there. And, um, then she quiet down again and are you sorry? Are you ready to come down? And she'd flip out again. And the third or fourth time that I turned around, she didn't, she just didn't answer. I sat down with her and I went to go give her a hug and she punched me again. So I stood up and put my back to her and she was freaking out again. And she calmed down like fifth time, I think. I sat down. I said, are you sorry? She didn't say anything. I said, can I give you a hug? She didn't say anything. So I gave her a hug. And I gave her a smooch. And I said, let's make dinner. And then we can do popcorn later. And um, then she was a fucking angel the rest of the night. So, I mean, I'm definitely going to be using timeout more often now. Uh, because it worked. <laughs> what do you fucking know? Uh, that that old time-tested method of timeout um, worked. Mm. Punching for popcorn. Ugh. Well, this has been Jeff in Motion. Uh, play Hero Academy with me, damn it. And um, I'll see you on Friday. Have a good uh, rest of your week.